And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. So today, we take a lens to the response of someone who has recognized God's plan and their purpose on this earth. Amen. Uh, We're going to talk about Mary. Amen. And we're going to talk about the portion of scripture known as the Magnificat. Now, it's called this because in Latin, the first line of our text that we're going to read today, it says, Magnificent Amina Mia Dominium, which just means my soul magnifies the Lord. Amen. Is your soul ready to magnify the Lord today? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we walk through this form of scripture, I hope by the end of it, your soul will magnify the Lord because you see what they did in Mary's life. Amen. It can also happen in your life, too. Amen. So, you know, for a reference, we're going to read the whole thing in its entirety, but for the sake of time, amen, I'm not going to be 45 to an hour. I'm going to be 30, I promise you. You know, for the sake of time, we're going to only focus on a few scriptures, amen. Uh, And those few scriptures, they have a lot of meat to them, amen. Um, You know, we're going to really dive into it and, why did I say meat? Now I'm hungry, amen. (laughs) And and man, you know, know, sometimes... (laughs) You know, sometimes, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I was taught that you fast on Sundays, amen. Um, and God, um, you know, when you come into the house of the Lord, you know, if you have hunger, that, that spirit of God will quench that hunger. And that's true. That's what happened to me today, amen. But, you know, when I get to talking about it, I get to thinking about it. <laughs> but uh, I won't hold you too long so y'all can get on, get out and, uh, you know, talk the language with your tongue or get something to eat, amen. Um. But God is good, amen. He, he will nourish our body. Um, John 6, uh, 51 says, I am the living bread that comes down for heaven. And if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever, amen. So let's eat on this bread, amen. Let's jump to it. We're coming from Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. Again, that's Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. And like I said, I'm going to read it in its entirety, but we're going to jump back and kind of break down only a few of those scriptures for today. Okay. Amen. On the board. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Again, Luke, for, uh, Luke 1, 46 through 55. And we're starting at 46. Magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things. And holy is his name. Amen. Somebody say holy. Ooh, holy is his name. Amen. Oh, holy night. Holy is his name. Amen. And verse 50 says, and his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm and has scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry. Amen. He's talking to me right now with good things. Amen. And the rich he hath sent empty away. For he hath hoped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Amen. 
Amen. May the word of God be true and the devil be made a liar. Amen. Amen. All right. So, you know, thank God for, again, our, our wonderful teacher here, man. Uh, if I had to give a title that God has given me, he said today, let your soul delight. Jesus is coming. Amen. Um, you know, as, as we progress to the text, I believe we're going to make that more and more clear to us. You know, we're going to find what our soul is. We're going to find why it should delight a man. And then we see once we see our soul can delight, we see that Jesus is coming. Amen. So, you know, I want you to really put yourself in the position that Mary is so you can have the same spiritual experience that Mary had. Amen. Um, Mary had a little lamb, amen. But at this point, <laughs> amen, <laughs> amen. But at this point in the story, he 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 he, he, he was the, being developed, amen. He was developing, um, being developed as our rescuer, amen. The the operation plan was in full effect, but he hasn't he wasn't quite born yet, amen. All right, so, <laughs> amen. So at this form of scripture, amen. If all the scripture before here. Um, we're, we're seeing uh, Bible narrative being fulfilled, okay? We have the birth of, well, we have John the Baptist, amen. Um, his seed is being planted, amen, into uh, Elizabeth and Zechariah, amen. And then following behind him, we have Mary being planted by Jesus, our Savior, amen. And all this must take place because it is Old Testament prophecy that must be fulfilled, amen. It must be fulfilled. So... You know, we have, just like Pastor talked about last week, uh, Mary had been on a getaway. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to mess with that, but he had been on a getaway. Uh, Mary had been on a getaway with Elizabeth, amen, and she had been being trained, amen, to, to hush your mouth and let the Lord speak, amen. <laughs> amen. So, sometimes we don't hush our mouth and let the Lord speak, amen. So when we do... We get things like this, amen, where Mary is certainly speaking, amen. So, now that we introduce to that, we, we see that Mary has anointed, God has anointed Mary with a spiritual song known as, again, the Minificant, which we're going to go over today. Now, I labeled this portion of scripture as, this, as a spiritual song because I knew what God said to Paul later on in his letters in Ephesus. He says in uh, Ephesians 5 and 19, speak to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen. And, and, and that, that, that rang in my ear because this is exactly what you'll see the magnificent is about. It's, it's ringing out praise. It's ringing out uh, reverence to God. It's ringing out the goodness of God. Amen. Uh, in a situation, you know, that is brand new to Mary. Amen. But, you know, as I was uh, studying more and as I got help for, from my pastor, can, can y'all just thank God for good leadership? Amen. I, I got help from my pastor. I sat down with me and, and, and he brought it to my attention that this was prophecy. It, it, that means it had to happen. You know, Mary began not to only speak about her life in this world. She began to speak over what the whole world of believers would be. Amen. Amen. So, again, let's walk down the first few scriptures. Let's, let's get inspiration there. And we'll see what God 
will do for us with our first point here. Amen. My first point being here. Enlarge how you think about God and his precepts. Amen. This is my first point. Okay, so we have Mary here again. Verse 46. And Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord. I'm going to stop right there. Again, we could stay there for a while, believe it or not. It's a short, it's a short scripture, but we can stay there for a while if you if you see the meeting in amen. All right. So as I as I was studying this word, you know, a, a, a good thing to recognize is that the word you see there means a lot more <laughs> than the word you think it means. Amen. So when Mary said, My soul, what exactly is she talking about? Now, soul here is the word in Greek known as psyche, amen. It's where we get the word psychology, amen. We most know this, that psychology, and I know it a lot because I am, I have a degree in psychology. It's a study of the mind. How does the mind work? How does the mind operate, amen? So right here, Mary soul has to do something amen it's saying here that mary's mind was then magnifying the lord let's jump to the y magnify is a word that indicates that she is enlarging come on now her perspective of the lord now, now, I know that seems simple to us because we have hindsight, but you have to understand that for Mary, a new thing was happening. No one ever had been given the opportunity to carry the Savior of the world. Amen. And nobody ever will in the name of Jesus. You know, I know it's a lot of people and a lot of scholars out there think, oh, it'll happen again. No, it will not. It was a one and done. Some stuff just needs to be a one and done. And that's okay. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes y'all y'all watch a movie like, oh, you know, eh, no. Sometimes you watch a movie, don't watch it again. <laughs> Some things just need to be one and done. Amen. And this right here was an experience that Mary's about to have that was a one and done. So if we can put it in words right here, it says, my mind, amen, and all the ways of my thinking enlarges God. Woo. Mary had been entrusted with a responsibility. She was to carry the savor of the world. Amen. And because of that, we had to understand her mind. We had to understand what she was thinking. And I think God did this on purpose because, you know, a lot of times when people are going through things, you ask them, oh, how you doing? How you doing? And they say, what's the common thing? Oh, all right. All right. But God wanted to get, to get real with us as we're reviewing the scripture. He wanted to get real with us. He wanted to get really real with us. So he, he, he took, he, he let us view a little bit into Mary's mind right now. You know, he, 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 he put to words, amen, what she was thinking down in her soul, amen. He put to words, right, what she was just percolating like, oh, what's going on here? You mean me? Little old me have to carry the savior of the world? That's a lot. And you know that one tradition 
that is in Jewish tradition, amen, is that they began to document and tell these stories, amen, for the edifying and the building up of the kingdom, amen. So that, that, that's what they did in order to keep this alive, amen. So we have Mary, amen, in verse 46, saying that she is magnifying the Lord. Let's jump to verse 47. And then once she gets her mind wrapped around this situation, we see that her spirit, and the word spirit here is Numa, has rejoiced in God, my Savior. Now, her spirit here means her breath, amen. That means that she's able to finally vocalize what was in her mind, amen. What was in her mind was able to be transferred to her mouth. She's thinking, oh, at first, oh, my God, how? How does this happen? How does this happen? Oh, my God, it happened. And my mind is, is percolating. Oh, my God, you're such a good God. And then she spoke it out of her mouth. He, she rejoiced that she is carrying the Savior of the world. She said it with her mouth. And Pastor says it all the time. When will in, what's in our head get down into our heart so it can come out of our mouth? What is in our head, sometimes, Lord have mercy, can bog us down. Because there's so much up there. It, 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 there's, there's so much, so much things that, you know, that's how the mind works. We're, 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 we're made to absorb knowledge, amen. And, and there, it, it has cavities, amen. And, and it, those little cavities store knowledge, amen. And, and then, you know, you, you just think about this situation and this situation. And then you... Or you find yourself not praising God. Worry, fear, regrets, distractions. Thank you. Help me. <laughs> but no. Mary did a good thing. Mary's in the Bible seem to do a lot of good things. Amen. She did the one thing that was needful. Amen. That was a different Mary. But still, Mary seemed to do. No, that was Martha. My bad. <laughs> Amen. But she took what was in her mind, what she was thinking about, and she transferred it to her spirit. Amen. And her spirit spoke for her. And rejoiced in God our Savior. That's important. That's important. We have to enlarge our perspective about God. Amen. In order for us to believe the things he's going to do. As I said, my message today is that Jesus is coming. Amen. And there are a lot of people and a lot of people over the airways and a lot of narrators that try to contradict what you believe. People try to bog down and try to just twist and twist what you believe. And it's our responsibility to take what we believe up here and transfer it out by speaking it. God knew this. And God did this in Mary's life to encourage us. Because we have to look at Mary. We have to really look at Mary. Could it be that we don't enlarge our perspective on God because the way we live our daily lives? Or because 
of how we've been brought up or because of how people tell us how we should be. Let's jump down to 48 and we'll jump to my second point, which is see God's care and the distinct purpose for your life. Now, verse 48, we have Mary here. This is Mary saying what she was at the moment and then renowned what she will be to come. Amen. So verse 48 says, For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. Now, you have to understand the condition of women at that time. Amen. You know, and even sometimes still today, amen, you know, for their culture, sometimes women are viewed as property or assets, amen, to be traded, whether it's be for, for political gain or bargain, amen, to conquer cities. That, that was a common practice that those people had back in that day. So to Mary, sometimes I know in her mind she felt like just a number. She didn't feel of importance. And you see that she says she was in a lower state. So not only was she a lower state, uh, no, not only was she thinking down herself, she thought she was the lowest of the lowest of the handmaidens. Lowest of the lowest of handmaidens. Isn't that terrible to live with that identity walking every day? Every day feeling like you're worthless? Feeling like no one cares for you? Feeling like you're overlooked? What kind of life is that to live? But in this situation, she found purpose. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spoil the ending. Our purpose is in Jesus. Amen. She found this purpose. Because the rest of the verse says, For behold, from generation, from all generations shall call me blessed. Amen. Amen. And still to this day, Mary is called blessed. Amen. To some degrees, amen, a little too much, amen. <laughs> but yet and still, she is called blessed. That, that's because this is God's word. This is God's word right here. She's called blessed, amen. Some people, amen, take it to an extreme. But if God has an assignment for you, a purpose for you, and you fulfill that purpose, he has nothing but blessings for you. God has always provided contingencies for those who avail themselves to receive from him. Always. We have to make ourselves available to God. We have to be an open vessel. We have to say, hey, this is me, God. Send help because I can't live this life without you. And this is exactly what Mary did. You know, a lot of people, you know, will come in and, and try to, you know, t test God. Amen. <laughs> and try to question God. But what was Mary's response? Okay. <laughs> Amen. Be it so in my life. Can, can, can we get that type of trust? Amen. Can we, can we get that type of, of honor for God that when he comes with the assignment 
We're ready to fulfill the task. God. Our God is good. Woo. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for filling me. Ah. Could it be that we don't recognize God's grace because we have too much going on? God wants us to be here. But we often remain here and there and there and there and there and everywhere. But Mary, again, at this point in the scripture, she is taking some time to be with her family and really let God come in. She's taking some time to do what thus says the Lord. And when she did what thus says the Lord, this beautiful message came out of her. Beautiful message. And if it happened to her, it can happen to you. That leads me to my third point. Believe that God wants to esteem you highly. You have to believe that God wants to esteem you highly. You know, when God's intention was to bless Mary, of course, he didn't, he didn't expect the whole form of Christianity to come out of it. No, but his blessings, sometimes they pour out so heavily, man, that some people will, will take and run with that idea. But it doesn't negate from what I just said. God wants to make you highly esteemed. When you bless God by effect, you are also blessed yourself. That's just the effect of following God. Sometimes it, call, it comes with credentials. Sometimes it comes with, you know, oh, what is he doing over there? You know, he's building nations. He, he's, he, he's formulating something up, amen. So, sometimes it comes with the territory. But you have to believe that God wants to esteem you. You can't continue to think, oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Believe that God wants to esteem you. Because in 49, thank you, my brother. For he that is mighty has done to me great things. Great things. And as we were saying, singing today, and holy is his name, the name above all names, the name that is not common, amen, but is set on high, hallelujah, brought us Jesus, hallelujah. Whew. Mary understood this concept. And she understood it because the seed that was inside her her son elaborated on this years later in Luke 14, 11. For who soever exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbled himself shall be exalted. Mary didn't exalt herself, but she let God exalt her. She got in a position and let God lift her up. She got in the space that was necessary to receive her blessing and let it go through. Mary did not put herself in a view that was higher than God. And yet, God honored her. 
She was blessed amongst many women. Amen. Blessed. Great woman. Because God saw that in her. Do you see something in yourself, amen, that God needs to use? Do you, do you see something that God needs to bless you with? That's the question I, 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 I'm posing to you as, as, as you review this in your mind. Because Mary reviewed this in her mind and it came forth and it, and it prospered her. You know, th this season has been very, very awkward for me because I, I see people who aren't in the spirit as, as I, I think they should be, right? You know, it's the Savior's birthday, amen. Well, well we choose to be the Savior's birthday. It, it's, the, it's the Savior's birthday, amen. And yet people are, are not taking advantage of the grace that comes around this time of the year. People are, are hurting themselves, amen. You know, and I, and I tell this story right here because, you know, there are two people in, you know, they, I've never met them, but I felt like they were in my life because, you know, I used to watch them, right? I'm, you know, I, I used to, to see them and, and view them, and, and they took their lives. They took their lives. And it's because they haven't begun to see the purpose that God has for them here. You know, never met these people a day in my life, but why was I so affected? Huh? So you, you have to begin to see that God has this, this overarching purpose for us all. And we don't have the right to. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, Jesus. Mary was. <sighs> Mary. As, as the young people say, Mary understood the assignment. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm just so full. You know, as, I, as I'm concluding, amen. Uh, you know, there's a few questions that God raised for me. Um, he said, are, are you settling in on this holiday? Um, are you making yourself to know the nature of God and how he cares for you? You, uh, God wants us to focus on Jesus this Christmas because the result of focusing on ourselves can, can mean death the result of focusing on something outside of God can mean destruction he was coming in the story and he's coming in our lives as a total. Shouldn't that be enough to rejoice about? Shouldn't that be enough for you to have joy and glee about? When we begin to focus on our nature, that's when the devil infiltrates. But when we focus on him. My final scripture, Psalms 37 and 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Mary delighted herself in the Lord and, and she was blessed with abundance. And I just think about these people that took their lives. I like if they would have took a moment to delight themselves in the Lord, that whatever was missing, whatever was hollow in their life, God surely could have filled it. 
God could have sent somebody. And me makes me realize my responsibility in the whole picture. Falling on my knees today made me realize my whole picture and responsibility. I have something I must do. And so do you. God is good. So this holiday season, let your soul delight in the Lord. Because Jesus is coming. And he's coming back for a people ready, strong, amen, in the word, in all godliness. Be a part of that people. Be a part of that nation and make effect and change in people's lives. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.